millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Good evening and welcome to a very sombre uh, Altano <laughs> Betters, Berardi and Coke with just myself tonight and uh, I'm unfortunately with uh, with uh, somebody uh, who... Who actually we were we were probably two of the more positive of the OKB members, weren't we, before that before the game tonight? But uh, even so, I think, yeah, I think I think I think I think we even I think even you and I expected a drawing tonight, but we're just the type of people that'll never back against Leeds United, regardless of what's going down. So um so yeah, look, let's let's get a bit of an intro played and we'll we'll get a bit into it. We've done something a little bit bizarre tonight, a little bit mental. We've actually put the link to join the podcast. Uh, on the socials, so if anybody wants to join and uh, and give us a mouthful for being happy clappers, if that's what you want to call us, or or or, or too negative, then then please feel free to fucking do so. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> Yes, good evening and welcome to, uh, I'm not even sure what episode it is, but we'll just call it Post, uh, it's not even an episode, it's Post, 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 <laughs> Post, getting drummed again by uh, by the Scousers, so so yeah, look, seven, we, we, up, up seven downs, it wasn't seven, was it? It finished six, didn't it? Six. <laughs> yeah. Six, come on, come on Brenda's ghost, Jesus it's, Christ. It's, it's bad enough. Um, yeah, so look, we... We went from uh, a relatively strong performance, I'd say, against Scum for for some parts um, to starting relatively well tonight, Gilly. Uh, I know I said just in the intro there, like you and I uh, are always on on the on the positive uh, side of, of Leeds United and tend to see more of the positives than, than we tend to do the negatives. But I mean, we didn't really expect anything different tonight. Being realistic, did we? No, I mean, like you say, I. I, I... If I think that we're going to get a drubbing or I think it's going to be a close game and I think we're going to get a draw, I'm going to go with a draw. I'm not going to go with an, a, 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 an away win. So I think 
when, when it comes down to it, and I'm winning in this case. Sorry, I mean, I mean uh, the, op- the opponent. I'm not going to back the opponent. I know him. I know what you meant. Um, so I, I, coming into this game, you know, they had their strongest eleven out. They didn't even have to play Anderson. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I know, I know they rubbed it in bringing him on late on, but um, you look at us, we're missing our spine. You look at them and they're playing their probably their strongest eleven that they possibly could. And then you play into that the fact that they're an ESL team. Oh, we've got somebody joining in now. Um, just the get fact Samuel that they're so an ESL team, and they, you know they they get them they get them calls, and we don't. Yeah, Go let's on, let, well, we've got I've got somebody joining, so we'll we'll give them let them have their say. So we said we we're going to do that tonight because there's a lot of chatter on on Twitter and, and various other socials. So uh, Samuel, how are you doing, mate? Not bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for coming on, mate. Um, what do you make of that then? And what do you make of uh, the current climate being a Leeds United fan? Uh, obviously, a bit of a bit of a tough place to be at the moment. Hang on, we don't know he is Leeds yet. <laughs> I am Leeds. I am Leeds. He is Leeds. <laughs> it's, the, it's the accent that throws you. <laughs> Where are you from, Samuel? Oh, I'm from South Coast. My family have supported Leeds since God before even Revy. So it's right. been, been in my blood since I was born, unfortunately, today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 what's made you come on then tonight? What, 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 what do you, what, what do you make of that? Are you, and, and what, what side of the fence are you on, Sam? Actual. Let's let's start with that. In terms of, the, obviously, the, the main thing being thrown about tonight that 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 certainly I don't agree with um, is is the Bielsa out situation. Where do you sit on that fence and that argument? Uh, we're not at a point where we can really get him out. Who, who are we going to get in? Steve, Steve Bruce, Sam Allardyce? Like, honestly, <laughs> there's, there's no one available who's going to do a better job. And you've got... Oh, I, know, I know we've been saying this all season. Every time it seems like someone's going to... Oh, I think oh, we lost, lost you. We've lost you. We seem to have lost your signal there, Samuel. Uh, um, oh, you're yeah. back. You're back. Here you go. Oh, sorry, that cut out. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, so yeah, we, we obviously, now. yeah, we obviously got us. We got, we got, us, we got hiding tonight. Did you expect any different? Uh, don't get me wrong. I was expecting about eight. So, if, right. if anything, <laughs> it was it was better than my expectations. But yeah. I mean, it, it's the results elsewhere. You're looking at Burnley, and you're starting to look at that table, and you're thinking, where, where are we going to pick up the points? You got Spurs next, and you just know, being Leeds, they're going to lose to Burnley and fun plus four nil. It's it's going to happen. Yeah. 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 I think, um, I think, yeah, I think, I think that is the worrying point. That that's where we're at. That that is the worrying stage. We're at that worrying stage of the season where, you know, we, what games around us, uh, everything just seems to be going against us. We're getting pumped and we're getting beaten. And um, so, yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think we're in a spot of bother at the moment as it stands. And if we continue to get drummed, but as you quite rightly say, who do you? All these people that are saying Bielsa out, I'm having this argument over and over on Twitter, quite quite repetitive, actually. Uh, Bielsa out, Bielsa's not good enough for us anymore. But at this stage of a Premier League season, in our second season back, who is going to come in and do get? who is going to get even 70% of what Bielsa's getting out of that squad of players available to him? There is nobody either, is there? There's not. There's not. This is the issue at the end of the day. I mean... I, I, no, I don't want to be one of those fans who look up and say these were championship players two years ago. They've mm-hmm. done this, they've done that. But then at the same time, that really is the case. Who's going to come in? Who's going to turn them into even better players than what they already are? No one is. And that's no, the problem. I think, to be honest, all we can do at this stage is just hope that somehow he manages to turn it round with players like KP coming back, maybe 
maybe the op- the optimist in me saying that that will do something decent to the side, but whether it does or not is to be seen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think I think it's worth noting as well. The commentator spoke out earlier, and he said, "I forgot who it was actually," but he said, "He said I don't know if you picked up on this, Gilly. Actually, not being in the chat groups and that earlier on, he said that this season alone so far, uh, we've already used eight teenagers." Last season, we didn't have to call on one, and we finished ninth. I think there's a little bit of a correlation there. There has to be. Don't, I mean, Gilly, you're, you're a bit of a stat man. You like, you like sort of numbers and figures and things. Would you say that that is the predominant correlation as to why we're doing so poorly this season? Well, I think you look at it and you t- you've taken our goals out of the, the, the team from last season. Um, we've always struggled. Ever since we also got older KP, we've always struggled when he's not been in the team. And we've lost his captain. You've taken the spine out of the side. Now, I'm sorry, you take Mane, Salah and Van Dijk out of their side. And what's that going to do to them? They're not going to be anywhere near as good, are they? So, do you think Cooper's really that big of a change to our team, though? Do you, do you think that Cooper's I, I, really... I do. If you look at the plays that we had out tonight um, and and where we had we had to end up playing early in at centre-back and we, we, we had striking there as well. Um, I, I think the leadership he brings, not necessarily his playing capability, because I think he's probably equivalent. He's been, uh, he's been um, more, been more important to us actually than any other centre back. I think this season when he's played, but it's it's actually the way that he manages the players around him that would have made the biggest difference. I don't think he'd have had a, a material impact on the game today. But the Cooper and Calvin and Bamford taken out of the side, who's not going to struggle? I think you're spot on. I think I think I think that's a great answer. Matt. I think I think I think we another thing we miss with with Cooper is his leadership. Aileen is our is our vice captain, um, and and whilst he's a relatively senior figure within the dressing room, I think we really do miss Cooper putting himself about. I mean, like like as you rightly say, we don't. I don't expect that having Cooper in that side tonight would have made a difference in the scoreline. I do not. For one second, think I don't think we deserve to win. I didn't expect to win. I'm not angry about the result. What I think that's really getting to me now is is the, how quickly and how fickle some of the fans are turning, not only on our own players. It started with Roberts and, and a couple of other underperformers, underachievers, um, but it's now moved from... You know, in fact, it started with Rads and then moved on to, on, to, on to Roberts. Then it was Rads for not recruiting in the summer. Now it's Bielsa. I think, I think that the, the thing that's really bugging me is these arguments that you're having with people and the explanations you're having to give is, who do we replace him with? How are we? How if you want to stay in the Premier League next, and we want to be playing in the Premier League next season, replacing Marcelo Bielsa is not the answer for me, and and it's as simple as that. I agree. I mean, a question I'm being asked a lot. Obviously, I'm down south, so I get as much of the grief as anyone else. <laughs> um, part of me is starting to think that burnout might not be such a myth when it's coming to the injuries that we have, we have got this season. I am starting to think, are they getting to a point with the likes of Aileen, the likes of Calvin, the likes of Bamford, some of them who've put in the most leg work over the last few seasons is, is this style of play going to get to a point where if he is, say we do stay up and we are here next season, is this just going to happen all over again? It's a, it's a great point, you know, and it's one thing that probably hasn't been mentioned because we're not even got to that stage of the season yet to be in the burnout section of the season, the burnout area. Um, so, so yeah, look, I think potentially um, we've got a lot of... Sim- we seem to have been having quite a lot of similar injuries as well, Samuel, um, in, in hamstrings and, uh, and, and, 
and, and certainly muscular type injuries. Um, so, so yeah, look, it, it could it could well be. Um, we've just got somebody else joining us now, Samuel. So, very, very, thanks ever so much for your time for joining, mate. We've just got to let take somebody care, else mate. jump on now. Yeah, take care. Yes, Good Samuel. Cheers. We've got joining us now, uh, LUFC Barbecue. <laughs> Who looks very happy. Come on, LFFC barbecue. What we got on the barbecue tonight? Are you, are you, are you, are you pro Bielsa or are you, let's replace him with Lucas the Cop Cat Bielsa? I really don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> grateful for everything he's done for us. He's got us here, yeah. but Jesus Christ, it's gone wrong the last few weeks. I mean, yeah. it, his, his love affair with Tyler Roberts is just, no one understands it bar him. They're not the views of the pod, by the way. The love affair, <laughs> they are the views of of, of, uh, of LUFC Barbecue. What's your name, sorry, LUFC Barbecue? Uh, Nick. Nick, cheers for coming on, Nick. So, so the, I think the main topic of conversation tonight isn't the performance. We all expect, well, did you expect to drum in? Did you expect us to be beat 6 nil tonight? Yeah, I said... Um, the wife asked me what I was up to tonight. I said I'm I'm going to watch Leeds get thrashed by Liverpool, but even yeah. I didn't. I was I was I wasn't ex anticipating six. Right. Yeah. 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 I was. I I pretty much did expect that. But even 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 in the predictions league that we that we do on LKB, I I still tried avoiding that. I still went for a two all draw uh, because I, the optimist <laughs> in me says I can't back against Leeds. Um. So where where do you see things turning around? I mean, in terms of the performance tonight, look, there was nothing positive really. Um. Maybe in the first 10, 15 minutes, had we been given that early penalty, uh, we might have had a different say on the game, but. Ultimately, I don't think it would have had any change on the outcome, would it? Let's be honest. They're a, they're a class above. They're in they're in the same league as City. They're, they're a two-horse race this season, aren't they? Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with that. It's just... Um, I mean, it's... I mean, give him his due. He got, he got us here, didn't he? And for the last three years, we've had so many square pegs in round holes, but... We got away with it in the championship. You can't, you can't make substitutions like he does, and change four players' positions like we did at the weekend against United at the weekend. You know, to accommodate one player, he shifts four people about, and you just, you just left scratching your head. I mean, I know the guy's yeah. a genius, but some of it is. You know, he doesn't help us by no, yeah, I think it's fun that we go to Anfield and and play like that. You're never going to make things easy for yourself when you go into one of the you know one of the one of the top top clubs uh, at the moment in, in in the league. And and as you say, look, rather than bringing in Cresswell, who was a ready-made centre back, albeit he's just coming back from injury and everything yeah. as well, but he's a ready-made centre back. We've actually moved three players around in there to accommodate. Early moon centre back, Dallas going yeah. to right back, you know, and it just, it just, it just made life life difficult. And you, you can probably see the players just want a little bit of stability as well. And maybe that's rubbing off on the players. Maybe that's maybe that's something that that that, that maybe that's that, that maybe that's Bielsa's naivety. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But um, but where where do you see things turn around? And where are we going to finish this this year? <laughs> yeah. Well. Get your neck on the line. Come on, don't get off that. You never 
Do you think we're going down? Right. Come on, oh, mate. You don't think we're I going mean, down. Come on. I mean, that's... But if we continue playing like we are, yes. I mean, Do you really? Christ, Christ almighty, Burnley have beat Spurs tonight. You, you can so, guarantee Spurs. I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I get what you're saying there. But you look at the um, you look at the table and who's below us. But yeah. Also, you know, we, we're on we're on track. Apparently, we you don't know until we're getting back. But we're on track for Calvin and Cooper to come back in for March. So if you've got those players back in March and April, I don't think because we've played Liverpool now. You know, we've played the scum now. Yeah. We're not going to be playing. ESL sides week in, week out that are getting all of the decisions and have got billions of pounds to spend on the squads. We're going to be playing sides that don't have that sort of capability. You know, we're going to be playing Norwiches. I, I, I genuinely, we get them back in the side and I'm, I'm still yeah. I'm still all right. I don't think we're going to be finishing ninth, no. But I um, think 14th is realistic. Yeah. I mean, I, I take with a pinch of salt that they'll be back in March, quite frankly, because... We've been waiting since August, September for all these players to come back and they break down again or Jesus Christ. I mean, I know we all have this persecution complex and it only happens to Leeds, but we get Bamford back, he scores a goal and pulls his bloody <laughs> hamstring celebrating. I mean, it's Frank Spencer-ish, if you guys are old <laughs> enough to remember some others Just. do have. Mmm, <laughs> Betty! That's the yeah. one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I've supported them since 75, so I've had decades of disappointment interspersed occasionally. Well, to be fair, if you started supporting them in 75, you were really setting yourself up from, from the start well, there, no, weren't you? Exactly. Yeah. I, was, I was just that little bit too young to have missed the, the real, um, you know, the heyday of Reby and everything. So... Started supporting them in 75, lost the final. And, um, you know, other than Wilco and 91-92 and coming up from the championship, etc. It's been... Um, I did enjoy the O'Leary years. Maybe a bit controversial, given everything that how it ended up. But, you know, it's... Um, I don't know. It's a cross to bear being a Leeds fan, isn't it? But... Yeah. Right, we're going to move on very quickly. Thanks for thanks for popping on, mate. Well, no we worries. really appreciate it. We've just got Enjoyed somebody it. else who wants to jump Cheers, on. Nick. Cheers, mate. Take care. Cool. Bye-bye. Um, before we get uh, Rutch on, just really quickly, Gilly, we've not really heard your views on the, on the game. So before I just get <laughs> Rutch on, I just, want to, I just want to... I mean, not, not particularly on, on the game, but I suppose on... You've probably seen, you've probably been on Twitter and had a flick on Twitter, and and, and you've seen that the, the fans are at each other's throats all over social media. Yeah. What, where do you stand on um, uh, uh, after a result like you and I expected? Uh, that probably ninety nine percent of the fan base are expected. Is that is that is that where the problem lies? Because we expected to get beat, or or do you think do you think it's because we, you know, are we are we entitled to fan base? Do you know what I mean? I, I, I think I get where you're coming from. So, I mean, um, the entitlement of the ESL clubs sickens me. It genuinely does. So I don't ever want us to fall into that. But I do remember saying at the end of last season when we finished ninth, 
Actually, that's one of the worst things that could have happened to us. I know that we got a bit of extra money and it were a bit of kudos finishing top half. But then everybody's expecting us to qualify for Europe. And, 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 well, we, you know, if you finish below ninth, then it's a shit season and we've gone backwards. It's like, no, yeah. we've just massively overachieved in a really, really weird season when there's been no crowds in stadiums for long stretches of it and all of that stuff going off. I think what you needed to do was look at that season in isolation. And then this season is a more normal season and we've got to look at it in an entirely different way. As you said, we didn't expect to get anything tonight. I think it would have been madness to have expected to go to their place and expect to get anything. And that was typified by the Dan James decision. Now, I know a lot of people are going to go, yeah, well, that wouldn't have made much of a difference. It was 6-0. But at 0-0, that's a big deal. And then I don't think the, um, uh, the penalty is the other side. I think that you can argue that there were penalties. I don't think they would have been given to us is my bugbear around it. I don't think we'd have got them at Anfield. So when you when you, when you you break it down that way, um, I mean, I certainly don't think it was a 6-0 game. I don't think they were that good. I think they were better than we were. And I don't think you can get away from saying that. I, 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 genuinely, they were a better team than us. But I think two or three goals in it is about right. <laughs> saying six goals in it is just, it, it, you know, that, that, I think- that way... That I think crazy. I think it was three three nil up until about the sixtieth minute, wasn't it? Anyway, and yeah. I think I think yeah. I think the game was. I mean, it was open. It's always going to be open with the, with the team that we've got, and, and and you know players out. We've not got our strongest players out there, and, and whatever else. But but yeah, look, it's it's one of those, isn't it? Let's anyway. Let's get Rook. I'm reliably Rook. informed. Rutch is waiting for a dessert, so let's get him in. Oh, Rutch! <laughs> is it a dessert Rutch! or is it a pudding? <laughs> uh, I've had my pudding, Matt. Oh, How, are you How are you doing? Um, not great. Not great. So, um, <laughs> I abandoned I watching a rugby league game so I could watch that, and then it went very much downhill. Oh dear. Um, so, so in terms of uh, first things first, then uh, the result. Did you expect it? I expected us to lose. I thought maybe yeah. four. Four would have been good for me. Oh, it's been good. So, um, so, so when we saw the sixth going, or flash up on your phone or whatever, oh, did yeah, that I make you feel any worse? Or did you? Um, did you at that time, it was just laughable, to be honest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, we defend like a sieve, and I just, yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's a that, that's a podcast throwback. Is that one? That's what. Um, that's what Smarty used to refer to Liam Cooper as, and I tell you what, he'd have it back now. I'd happily <laughs> have paper in out. <laughs> I've so given up on ailing, to be honest. Where's, that, where, where's our biggest problems then, Rutch? Where do they lie? Obviously, defensively. Obviously, uh, we're not scoring as many as we're conceding, which is, you know, it can, it's, it's it's quite obvious where the problems are. But where do you see the underlying issue? Where, where it's, do you? Th- I suppose the question I'm asking is, do you think it's Bielsa? Yeah, slightly. I okay. think he's too stuck with the man marking. Which I mean, you saw was it the second goal when Matip just ran through the entire team, second or third? Yeah, yeah. it's just. And Van Dijk's last had... goal. I, 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 did you actually see the sixth goal? Oh, oh no, I turned it off. After. I turned yeah. it off when I saw. No, the we, we just gave him the freedom of, of of our penalty area, and he's six foot four, and he just walked in and nodded it in. You know, why not? You got yeah. it. But yeah, the the Matip goal just. You don't see centre backs go through teams like Burnley or Watford like that. So no, they get cleaned out in, in midfield. Yeah, exactly. It's not about yeah. like people say it'd be the quality of the player, but to me, 
Burnley have a lesser quality of play than we do. Yeah. You don't see teams, you don't see them get. Would you rather play a Sean Dyche type of football every week and have to watch Sean Dyche football then? And or this this is this is a question. I think we might me. have lost Rooks now. Where's he gone? Okay, we'll just move. Either that or he's sitting yeah. very still. <laughs> is that me? My my internet might be. I was back. Oh, you're back, back. You're back. You're back. Right, cool. What were you saying? Mike? So, so, so the question I've got for you is: Would you rather watch a Sean Dyche t- type? Football every week, or a Leeds United type football every week, and potentially lose six nil, or potentially scrape a one nil victory and watch a Dutch football. But it's not; it doesn't have to be that either or. I, I no, no, that was your comparison. That was your comparison. Yeah, but I don't know why Bielsa can't take parts of that and and go more zonal with his marking. Well, he did. He did towards the end of last season, if you remember. But the reason it hasn't this season is because we've brought we've drafted in eight teenagers to, to represent the first team this season in comparison to zero last season. Yeah. I, I, I that the reason I don't think we go down is because of the injuries. I think the injuries come back and, and that's enough to keep us up. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, well, I you think... think having better players available means that we're going to get better results. I mean, this is this Never. is just madness. I can't believe this. <laughs> Can somebody try and pull ninety nine percent of Twitter that don't actually understand what football means? Um, but look, I, I, yeah, I think I think the, the most upsetting thing for me after I've, I mentioned it earlier for me is is. The attitude, a lot of the attitude in some of the players just wasn't, you know, the, Rafinha's looked absolute dog shit since he's come back from international. Yeah, I seen a rumour the other day that he turned up pissed the day before the uh Yeah, the I, I don't set any credence in that though, because I don't think you'd no. I don't think we'd have seen him in a lead shirt again if he did that. Yeah, no, I, I don't think right. he'd be in the twenty threes until the summer. Until we sold him for five million. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> So, so yeah, I think the thing that's upsetting me more is is that that unity that we had, and and you know, the fans that were all over Twitter saying that we have to get a, a statue of Bielsa put outside, uh, outside Ellen Road, like only on, only a, only a few months ago, less than a year ago, when we finished ninth in the Premier League, or the, when we got promoted, you know, these fans are now turning on one another, um, mm-hmm. and are actually getting quite nasty toward one another. Uh, based on their own belief, not based on the, the club's belief, because the club are going to do everything they want their way, no matter what. We're never going to be able to change that as fans. Yes, we can be part of uh, the, you know, the fans' trust and, and, and have our say that way, but ultimately what we say on Twitter is never going to change the way that our football club's ever going to be run. No. And we, no matter what we say, because we can argue as, amongst ourselves as much as we want, and there'll be n- nobody will ever be actually spot on and right. I mean, one of the comments I almost put, on uh, on Twitter earlier, which I actually deleted a couple of times and then rewrote and then deleted again because I just couldn't be asked with people, was I wish I'd known as much as the Leeds fan base did about this season, last season, because they all seemed to know what was going to happen, that we're mm-hmm. all going to need 10 midfielders this season because we're all going to have that many injuries. Um, but I deleted that because, look, I thought it wasn't fair and some people actually do believe that they can see to the future. So, um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, I mean it's just it's just frustrating for me because look, I've got a lot of time for you know, you bump into anybody in the street and if you know you could be in on holiday, you see a Leeds towel, you can see a Leeds shirt. And and one thing we pride ourselves on is being Leeds and you know, being being marching on together and be all being one and, and believing each in each other and that. But but 
I don't know if it's a new age of entitlement or a new type of football fan that it, it, it uh, it's just completely doesn't feel like that at all. I think it's just I've football not... fans. Are, uh, football fans have always been fickle. When, when yeah, the no, I agree with that. You're gonna Are there be... any positives we can take out of the last two games? Anything at all? Uh, I Joe thought, I thought changes I... the game. That's the only thing I can say. Did he change the game tonight, Rooch? I thought we looked better for a period of time at the mo- as soon as he came on. I think we're putting a lot of pressure on him to come on and Although change the game every that time. That period of time was like right before I turned off. So, but I think again in the game on what day was it? Sunday. That second half, as soon as he came on, you could see the difference he made. Um, yeah, no, I think I think you're right, and I think I think the only positivity is to take to take out in terms of certainly against Scum was uh, was was the did they did seem to want to want to play for each other. You know, they were putting the foot in. There was some real, you know, it was a proper proper yeah grudge match type game, wasn't it? Um, and Today you can see that the worst. The... Today's the worst I've seen Dallas play in a very long time. Well, I, I, I think that's harsh as well because I think as soon as he went into midfield, we looked better. Again, just, that, was that, was that was in the second. I, imagine half, him paying in his old yeah, position. Yeah. Yeah, it's craziness, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely bonkers. First um, half, I thought he was absolutely dreadful, but that's just me. Yeah, Bremner's ghost come up with a good point. No major injuries come out of it, other than obviously Cox's head injury, which puts him out for 10, 10 games, ten, uh, 10 days, sorry, uh, concussion. So that that's a positive, I suppose. Um, and I thought Strike were going to get injured when Trent went and booted that ball at his head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lucky his ponytail didn't come out again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, so have you been on Twitter yet, Rutch, since after the game? Have you? Bothered? Oh no, I, I have a role that I don't go on Twitter <laughs> after a loss. I'm just looking at my. I've got me. I've got my Twitter open here. I'm just looking at my notifications. Twenty plus, and every time I go on and I read a few, it's still at twenty plus. So I must have fucking hundreds because I've been. Yeah, I, I just, and, I just decide the moment we lose, it's just it's not worth it, especially not after a six nil. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Isn't it? I mean, the, the the thing is, I mean, in terms of the actual performance itself, as as Matt said earlier, the penalty that wasn't ever given, the two soft penalties gone the either way, Matip strolling through like a knife through butter, they were all relatively avoidable things and and things that could have maybe made mm-hmm. you know made made the first half a little bit more uncomfortable for for Liverpool. Um, I yeah. still think they had enough. I still think they had enough class, and I still think they would have done a job on us. I think they'd have still got beaten. Uh, handsomely uh, by a couple of goals, but uh, at the very least. But um, but yeah, look, it's, it's 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 a learning curve, and I think we need to, as a as a fan base, we need to appreciate and understand that we aren't a European superpower. We aren't a club that's competing from the for the Premier League this season. Nor will we be for a, for a few seasons. And just to sort of, touch, I don't know if you heard what Matt Matt said. Just to touch on what he said, finishing ninth last season, having such a strong season, our first season back. Could actually been have been one of the worst things that that's happened to us, in, term, in terms of the fan base. Not not, yeah, not in terms of the club. Yeah, as a fan base, quick. I think it is a it just got everyone's expectations too high. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. I think I think I think I think you bang on there. So uh, so where do we finish this season then, Rutch? And how do we turn it around? Where's it? Where's where's going? Where we're going to turn the key? Um, 
15th or 14th or 15th. And I would just say, whenever I think Calvin and Cooper are our main two, because I, I don't see Bamford coming and back in and getting at least a decent run of games before the end of the season. So no. it's Calvin and Cooper no. are the two for me. And when, when they come back in, it just, I hope it just gives us some stability and some. Well, Coops yeah. will give us the leadership at the back, which it's just looked dire, to be honest. Calvin also, it's it that danger as well. He's so good at, I mean, they're both good at reading the game, but Calvin is so good at reading the game and being in the right place. Uh, when he was played in the attacking midfield, I always worried that he didn't have enough, enough pace. I mean, he was playing alongside Mowit, so he looked quite quick at some points. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he doesn't need pace at, at defensive centre mid because he's so good mm. at being in the right place yeah. at the right time. And we really miss that. Forshaw gives a bit of that, but we need them both. We really do. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think if we need the Forshaw, Calvin and Dallas midfield for me. Uh, just some form of stability in the midfield again. It's that, it's that word is we haven't had any stability in the squad this season. That's right. And, and it's not just the stability in the squad. It's, 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 it's the spine. It's almost the most important three players in the squad. You've got your club captain, the, the heart of the centre-backs. You've got, you've got KP, who's the heart of your centre midfield. And then you've got, you've got you know, Patrick Bamford, who, who, who was almost, he was leading our defence in, in pressing from the front last season. So, look, mm-hmm. I can appreciate how, how difficult it is. And I think we just need to try and stay as calm as we possibly can as a fan base. It's uh, not going to happen, though, is it? <laughs> no, that's that's the challenge. Um, Tell me how that's not Ben. Now, Tell me how that's not. The argument. This is coming from Leeds fans. If he's wearing a red shirt, way. it's a penalty. The argument is coming from Leeds fans that in that challenge, Allison had already stood on the ball, so the ball had gone from Allison. But Allison's mm-hmm. feet is still up by his knee, and he's still. He's, what, that's a penalty. <laughs> now, that do, you know what real, do you know what really gets me here is if any Liverpool fan tells anybody else that's not a penalty, but you know full well they cried proper tears when Van Dijk got injured. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, well, come on. I wonder if this is the, if this, this is our Simon Johnson. I'm guessing it is, actually. Phillips is the biggest of his steel, passing rage, etc. We will get through the season, no problem. Uh, and next season will be a different proposition. I, I think so. I think you're right, Simon. Do you think, Simon, just while you're in the comments, do you think Bielsa stays uh, if we stay up or go down? Or do you think he? Do you think he's had enough of um, Leeds fans, pretty much? I think he retires. <laughs> you think he retires, do you? From much? everything. I from think everything. he retires from everything. From, from football didn't, in general, yeah. Didn't he move his missus over here over, only recently? Yeah. Yeah, but so I'll see Weatherby, I think. See, I, 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 but when we're going through another tough patch before I, I think the he, season, he, he might go and have some form of role at Newell's, but I don't think he keeps going with management. See, when we were having a bit of a rough patch early on in the season, I, I had a feeling that uh, that he'd leave. I think would. I thought I, said, I, made a, I, made a, I had a premonition, and I had a, I had a feeling. I, I, I think I said it. I texted it to you, Matt. Actually, I said. We will stay up. Bielsa will go at the end of the season, but it'll stay at the club in some capacity. Now, whether that's uh, as a coach or a, a director of football or something, just some form of capacity around the club to keep that sty- Bielsa style at the club um, uh, for the next, at least the next season. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess if I was Bielsa, 
would I really want to be staying at a club like you know that that I'll, that'll turn on him on a sixpence so quickly? Um, I you know it's it's difficult, isn't it? The amount of fans who were praising him only a matter of months ago to now that have turned and said he's he's the problem. It's just it's it's quite sickening, and it's it's made me actually appreciate that that there's not that many actual sensible Leeds fans out there as well. To be fair, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> um, Gilly, has that changed any, anything on where you think we might finish this season uh, or no. how, how we might do based on tonight? No, no. I, tonight's, tonight was never, for me, was never... I mean, if we did somehow come away with three points, I'd have thought, oh, we might finish 12th. But I, I, I thought we were going to lose. I thought we were going to lose quite badly. Um, somebody said to me just before kickoff, can we just take the 3-0 now? I would have done <laughs> I would have taken it because I was expecting this to get beat. On balance of the actual game, like I said before, I think it were only a two or three goal uh, game. I didn't think there were anything like worth six. Um, mm. So I think from from my from my perspective, I still think 14th is, is more than achievable. I think if you look at the, the sides that are around us, I mean, th- this is really bad to say. It's not that we're good, it's that they're even worse. But they are yeah. even worse, and that's still a fact. So, you know, I'll take I it. Now, though, I think now, though, I mean, Norwich have been getting a bit of form. We've got Burnley in a bit of form, Newcastle. The teams that were flogging, you know, we're, yeah, we're on I free think, form. But we've got teams like Brentford. Drop yeah. Massively. Yeah. We've, we've got Brent, what? Brentford now dropping like a stone. Watford got we've hammered got, again tonight, didn't they? 4 1, I think. By Yeah, we've got what? Two or Alice, three games, Alice. maybe two games in hand on Brentford, but they were only like a point, maybe a point or two ahead of us. So. We've yeah. only one game in hand now because tonight was one of our games in hand. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're a point behind them and, and, and a game behind them, and that's that's Spurs at the weekend. And as we know, we're in London. No, it's Villa, isn't it? Well, it's Villa. You know, on our next ne- next game is, is, is Spurs. We're in London. That's the fucking difference. Oh great, yeah, we're in London, aren't we? Uh, but Spurs is at home, isn't it? Yeah, Spurs is at home. It is. <laughs> so we're not. Club. So we're not in London. ES- ESL club. <laughs> Um, you know, Simon's we... just popped on. I th- we, we, you know, we're con- uh, oh, speaking we about Bielsa staying and leaving. He's, he's just said th- he thinks we're, he, he's too thick-skinned and too experienced to move on because of the fans. I hope he stays on unless he, we can attract his top name. Anyone else will be back would step, move for me. I think he's spot on with that. Look, there's all these all these fans at the moment that are saying we need to replace Bielsa. He's the problem, he's the issue. And, and, and the question I'm asking is with who? And nobody's got a sensible well, answer. The only answer look I'm at that. Mind the gap, Thomas yeah. Frank. You could end up with a Thomas Frank. I mean, this is scary yeah. as shit. Yeah. Give it Big Sam till end of the season. Get fucked off. Yeah. Staying with Bielsa. Give it Rodriguez to the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Rather that than his um, brother. Give it, yeah. it Colburn. Um, That'll be the new one. Yeah. that and, and again, look, everyone seems to know what's best and, and things moving forward. But I think Simon's spot on. Anyone else is a backwards move. And as a club, if we are going to progress, um, we've got to progress in the right way. Um, and, yeah, I just think... Michael, um, and we've just got somebody trying to join here. Michael, if you can hear me, we don't have any devices connected, so we can't add you to the chat. Uh, you need to add either a microphone or a microphone and a speaker. Am I, uh, camera, camera. <laughs> there we go. Um, just, sure. just, just on on the comments that we had earlier on around uh, players and whether we're going to get them back again. I, I, so I don't know if you've ever looked, but there there, there are uh, injury tables. It used to be on physio room, but it's all, it, it's moved across to Premier Injuries. So um, the comments against Cooper and Phillips 
Cooper and Phillips continue their normal processes. The objective is they get to March available. The medical calculation was 12 weeks, and that's not changed. Now, that update um, expects them to be back on the 5th of March. That's the first game in March. So, you know, we're in a position where the coaching staff have been working on them for, what, 10 weeks and are confident that 12 weeks is when they're going to return. Now, I, I get I get the, the pessimism around the fact, well, we got Bamford back and then he instantly got injured again. Well, any player can get injured at any point. You look at um, what, what happened with, with, with Cock Handler at the weekend. We didn't go into that game. You know, none of that is anything to do with the style of play, the style of training, any of that. You know, uh, Cock got injured because he had an opponent that didn't give a shit about him and bust his head open. Um, you, you can't put that down to anything other than that's football. Sometimes players yeah. get injured. That's it. Fair point. Right, Roach, Michael's here now. We're going to have to throw you out so we can get Michael in for a chat. Thanks ever so much, mate. Cheers, Roach. Keep on with the, keep on with the wordle. Happy birthday. Well and congratulations. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it wasn't your birthday, was it? It was congratulations. Bye. No, <laughs> Michael, how are you doing, mate? All right. Hello, lads. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Hey, so where are you? Are you uh, where are you from? Well, you can hear my accent. It's uh it's not Yorkshire. Although half of us are from Yorkshire, so my uncle and aunt uh from Wakefield. Um my cousins grew up in Wakefield and basically <laughs> That's where the, they were leaving Leeds now. Man. He's got a wicky shirt on. <laughs> Dirt bag. Uh, so, so I assume, assuming you're coming on, uh, you're not a Liverpool fan or, or even worse, a Scum no, fan Leeds. or anything like that. Yeah, no, <laughs> good, yeah, good, good. I yeah. thought I'd check first. Um, so you just come on just to have a bit of a bit of a chat and tell us where we, first of all, where did we go wrong? Uh, did you expect any different tonight? Um, I didn't. I was just going to be a bit of a positive, but not one of those annoyingly positive ones. Um, happy clappers, um, I yeah. keep getting called. <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, I remember when you know we were struggling, and uh, these are these are like times that I can't ever compare. And you know, 16 years is a long time, so uh, That's if it. you follow me on Twitter, you'll see my other team is Barnet, which is like. You know, my real suffering is going with Barnet, and then you've got Leeds and my big team. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's Bielsa's fault. I think it's Autumn and uh, Rads. And I read somewhere, and my father-in-law's a Leeds fan. As he said to me, um, he thinks it's this forty-niners thing, and he works in like um, I won't say where he works, but um, he had some some kind of knowledge and said to me that this deal that we've sold a bit of a stake to 49ers. Um, I know that um, Rad wants to sell his full share and stuff like that. And apparently we have to show some sort of uh, equity and profit in the club. So that's probably part of one of the reasons why we didn't spend so much in Jan. So um, he's too loyal, isn't he? He's too loyal to the players. He's got an amazing knack of developing players. I mean, if you, do you remember the World Cup 2002 when he had Pochettino centre-back and uh, who else did he have? I'm thinking my mind's gone blank, but it was 1-0 England. England. Yeah. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah. But it's, it's funny you should say that, actually, Michael. We, we've not really had anybody mention the ownership. The, the arguments I've be, I've seen online have, have predominantly been around Marcelo and, and, and I hadn't really given... 
um, food for thought really around Rads and and, and the deal mm. that he struck with with the 49ers. So it's really interesting that 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 sort of, that that you've come up with that from another angle and that that you, that that potentially a family member might have heard or said something uh, along the grapevine, but. Mm. That would well, make a lot of sense. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense as to why we didn't sign anybody in January. But not only why we didn't sign anybody, but why we certainly didn't sign anybody on loan. Because if they came in and didn't play for us, they would just be a, they would just be an outgoing outgoing finance for no for no particular mm. reason. Now, if the club, if the, if if the senior management team have sat down at a club and said, right, we need to finish so and so position, we've got this player for each position, and they've thought actually even including the under twenty threes, we're in a position. Whereby we're going to be comfortable in in every position. Uh, there's no need to bring. As a fan, it's frustrating because we want to see progression. But mm. if if they're if they're showing a balance in every position, then why would we? Why 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 the additional outgoings? You know, why would they? Why would they risk that? So yeah, it's certainly certainly interesting perspective. I don't. Have you even considered that, Gilly? Um, there's a couple. Of, so I follow that uh, Kieran on the Pride of Football, and there's, there's there's all sorts of various different takes you can you can have on it. Um, I, I think from a from a position of the way that the the club has has positioned um, the shares and and the way that they've they've taken the approach is they they are in a position where they can move those shares on, um, and it wouldn't need anybody outside of Rads to be able to have input as to where they went. So I think that we're we're in a position where that those those deals could happen. I don't think it necessarily happens at the end of this season. I, I really don't. So, I, I mean, it could. Who, who can say it could? I think Rads is looking, and fair play to him, because he's, he's put himself in this position with our club. Uh, he's done what he needed to do to get our club to the, to a position where he can maximise his income. And I think that based on that, he'll look to keep it maybe another season on the basis that that will maximise his profits. Um, because I think that, you know, in terms of uh, how solvent we are, that'll be even better after another season in Premier League. And, and you know, the more seasons we spend in the Premier League, you, know, you, you look at Villa, they're a season ahead of us. And the amount of money, I mean, I, I know they had a, they had a big deal where, where, where City threw 100 million at them. Um, but, you know, they're in a position where they're able to uh, maximise their spending capability. And that's what we, we are looking to do. Uh, Rads has always said that he's looking to follow a Leicester model. And that does mean selling some of your big players at that point, but bringing in two people that can replace them, um, and and then looking at that as a squad game. Now that's that that approach that Leicester have taken there is kind of at odds with what Bielsa wants to do. So at some point, something is going to go either Bielsa's way or Radzi's way. Now that's the owner against a very very strong willed coach, and and the way yeah. that that goes will be interesting. You can see that you can see where the difficulty lies, though, with with the input from. I'm not, I mean, I'm not entirely sure it's. The, the, the total amount of equity that the 49ers investment investments own. But um you can see where the difficulty lies that if say for instance Rads or or, or Auto want to go out and sign a player to strengthen the midfield, how many people have to be involved in that decision now? Mm. Well you've got the agents fees. You've years ago I didn't realise that even when the player leaves you have to pay up the full contract even if they're getting a new contract and signing on bonus at the next club. So these are all factored into the transfer budget and that's why you see, you know, like West Brom did last season and Big Sam just got loads of players in on loan because it was all coming out of wages and that kind of transfer yeah. budget. And yeah, so Sam, it, it, yeah go on. Go, go on, sorry, you're all right. I'm just, no, just, just really quickly. Two, 200 mil is a big outlay from Rads and he probably wants a bit of a return on it. I mean, he probably won't get it if he waits 10 years or whatever. And uh, 
you can understand why the the, the, the balance sheet and work has to show that you know we've got equity in the club and we have spent on Rodrigo and, and Raf and I know they're not the biggest signings compared to you know Grealish at City and stuff like that but we've got to kind of just be a bit steady and I'm sure they've said to yeah. Bielsa is there someone you desperately want and you know he probably is so loyal that he'd probably rather develop everyone and have someone for a year two years knows you know his system Spawn, and yeah, yeah. I think you're spot on. And I still think had had we had we looked even into I mean the somebody mentioned earlier on was was Van der Beek. We were offered Van der Beek, I think somebody said in one of the chats earlier. And I was like, well, there's a lot of differentials here that we've got to think about. Does he want to come come to the club? Is Marcelo Bielsa gonna play somebody who wasn't you know wasn't fancied by two managers at Scum? And is he going to play him over somebody who's been brought into the club and been playing his way, i.e. Lewis Bates? Or, do you know, is he going to be played over him? The realism is that, no, you, you're quite right in spawn that. But Bielsa would be too, you know, it would it'd be too loyal to, 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 to Bates to, to, to play somebody over him. Mm. So it would have been a potentially a waste of funds. And and Simon just mentioned, I know we just spoke about clubs and stuff there and, and owners, but... Um, the owners don't really, they're not leads, you know, they weren't brought up as Leeds United fans, they're in it for money, yeah. it's a business to them, so so we've, we've all got mm. to appreciate that at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else, where, 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 where do you uh, where do you see us finishing, Michael, and, and where do you see the, uh, the real turning point for us this season? I'll be happy with 16th, 15th, and I know that's just as a one-off, it's not where we want to stay, but that stability it will give us because look at Chef U last year, they they had the mayor and they went down and um, mm-hmm. they were they sixth or seventh for most of the season before and that was a bit like where we were, give or take tenth whatever we were and you know it was inevitable if you're not going to reinforce if you stand still, you're uh, in the back of the you know you're back of the queue really like you're getting pegged back by the rest because look at Newcastle they've improved and all the clubs that would be our direct rivals in that sense, as much as I hate to say that, have improved mm. a lot. You know, I just... It's a fair point. And you look at where Sheffield United are now and they're a million miles yeah. away. You know, they're, they're skirting around the playoffs. They're not pushing for promotion. Um, no. It's looking like they're about to drop out of playoffs. So it's, it, 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 it's a good comparison to make and, and the dangers mm. of, you know, um, looking at the previous season and the success we've had. We've got to, we've got to play a bit of balance into that. Yeah. Hundred percent. And didn't they go out and they bought yeah. that Liverpool striker and he didn't work out? Was it a Liverpool striker? Liam Brewster. And Brewster, yeah. So yeah, I think they spent fifty that. million on two forwards. Didn't, didn't, didn't they score one goal between them? Yeah, was it Brewster and it was the the other lad, wasn't it? The uh, the Molly McBurney, was it? I think so. Uh, was he from Real, uh, I can't remember now. I remember, but I'm gonna have to have a look yeah, now. They, 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 yeah. they signed two up front, didn't they? And, and they, they, they had hardly any impacted at all. Yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway. And it but yeah, it's, it's certainly an interesting perspective. And wouldn't really I hadn't I didn't I hadn't really considered actually to be fair with regard to uh with regard to where we you know with us standing standing still. But um do you think there's been a massive uh, we, we touched upon it, Michael. I don't know if you heard really early, but earlier, but do you think there's a, a common denominator in this season as to why we've been so? I don't want to say poor, but so 
Yeah, poor. Why have we been so poor in comparison to last season? And I think that's the only way, way of describing it because we're playing the same style. We've got mm. predominantly the mm. same squad. We've got the same coaching team. You know, what we we signed, we, sorry, we let four senior players go at the end of last season. We signed three senior players. So where's the common denominator, do you think? And, and, and is, it, is, it as easy, is it as easy to see as what, what, what we think? We've got Austin. Michael? You there, Michael? I think he's messing around with his. Yeah, uh... I think we've lost him, haven't we? It sounded like oh, a mic issue, didn't it, Mother? Uh, can you yeah. hear me? Oh, he's back. Yeah, yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're still struggling. Just while he's struggling with that, I just, I just want to pop that up and go. <laughs> That's ace. Chelsea, man. Is, that, is that true? I, well, I, I can true? see it happening. I've, I've, I've not seen it anywhere, but I can see it happening. God, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think so Michael you were, you well were, the, Having had a look on the transfer market, um, it does look like you were right. It was it was Brewster one season, but it was actually the season before uh, that they brought McBurney in. But yeah, he were 18 and Brewster were 22. Mm. 40 million for one goal. Yeah. Uh, John Regan, some great points there from Michael. It looks like we might have lost Michael, so I'm just going to remove it. Oh, he's gone, yeah, totally, completely gone now. Um, but yeah, look, I can't so believe he booted been... him out. You're well mean. I didn't. It, it left me. It left. <laughs> um, <laughs> so look, lots. Of the, when you when you sit and dissect things, there, I know we've not really spoken about much about the actual performance in itself because I think there's not a lot to take out of it other than the obvious positives we mentioned earlier with with no serious injuries. Um, and whatnot. When you sit and dissect what's potentially going on at this club, there's a lot more to think about than just shouting out and shouting off on on Twitter or in a in a in a, in a group chat about about things not working because it doesn't suit you as a fan. You know, we've got to we've, we've got to really. I think he might be back. So, are you back with us, Michael? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Well done, mate. You're back. Yeah, back with us. Um. So the question I just asked yeah, you really before we let you shoot off was. Um, was what's sure. the common denominator based on uh, based on the two seasons being chalk and cheese this season and last? Is there anything that you can identify which is as obvious as what people think? I think we were a bit of an unknown quantity, and now with all the appraisal and analysis and all this um, experience of clubs playing us twice a season, I mean they get an idea what we're about, and uh, I think it's a mix of that. It's a mix of us being a bit light in midfield and you look at clubs like, I don't know, Chelsea or even Arsenal, just like they've got probably about eight good midfielders that can come in and out or we've maybe, you know, we're pushing, we've got great uh, prospects coming through, but I just don't think they're the, they're ready for men's football or Premier League kind of fast football. And, and uh, it's a bit of a that, you know, we've had the injuries that have all come, but they, they come in, in the, the way that we're playing as well. And the way that we're trying and the intent in the kilometre. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Michael. Uh, we lost you there, but I, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. Um, basically, yeah, we, we, we've, been, we've been sort of worked out and, 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 and the class 
that we're playing against week in week out isn't the championship standard. You know, we've got we've got players sitting on a bench that are probably worth the value of our squad. So, uh, in a nutshell, yeah, we're, we you know when we're, we're a bit of an we were an unknown quantity. I think I think that matched with the amount of injuries we suffered this season as well as uh, has really really made us struggle. Um, just one or two more quick comments we've had come in. Uh, Brendan's goes HMG looking at freezing Abramovich's counterparts of sanctions against Russia. It's first I've heard. I have to be honest. I know there was I know there's three. Uh, people of importance that have had theirs frozen, but um, we're not going to get too much into politics, hopefully, on this show because I'd rather not. <laughs> um, uh, Simon, some coaches, managers have only have one way of playing and very, very rarely look at alternatives. That's kind of what I see with us, Luke. We 100% had the wrong approach tonight, and that lies with management. Yeah, look, I don't think we know how to play a different way. I think the Elsa's team are drilled and. Um, Coached in a particular way to work, to play, and I don't think, as you say, I don't think with I think we we're made to play with a certain type of intensity and 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 style that that identifies us. Um, and yeah, I think it's born. I think some people don't have get to change that, but I, I don't know if that's I don't know if he has alternatives or if he just deserve, if he prefers to play that way. I'm not, I'm not sure. So uh, so yeah, good point. Best of all, just just. <laughs> just one for you then, Luke. So just looking yeah. at the um, uh, the form guy from the last 12 games. Uh, so we're in 14th and below is a Leicester, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich, Everton and Watford. So that's from the last 12 games. Now in those 12 games, we've played Liverpool, the Scum, Arsenal, Chelsea, City. You know, we, we have played the ESL teams. So and, and you know we've we've spurs to come, but what that actually means is that for the rest of the season we're going to be playing against the sides that are in and around us. You know we've even played West Ham that are up there this season. In that time period, we're going to be playing the mid-table and lower 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 table we've sides. Got, we've got some decent fixtures. We have got some decent fixtures coming up. I mean, there's no such thing as a good fixture in the Premier League because uh, they're 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 all tough. But when you look at the fixtures, we've got Spurs at home, um, who are. Rocky to say the least. They go out and beat City one week and got They've beat. They've been by shocking. Burnley. They got beat three week three games on bounce and then beat yeah. City. They've been shocking until that. Yeah, and then they've been beaten again tonight. We've got Leicester who are, who are, who are doing really poorly at the minute uh, for whatever reason. And we've got Villa at home, Norwich at home, Wolves away, Southampton at home. All those games are winnable games. Do you know what I mean? They're games that last season we would have gone there and expected to get three points in, in all, all of those games. Um, the one thing I would so, say is that. Um, Wolves, uh, when we played them, I think either side of our fixture, uh, where I think we drew with them, um, mm -hmm. they'd, they'd won uh, the previous three and won the next three. So ours was anomalous, and actually they're second in that farm table. They're yeah. playing really well at the minute. <laughs> right. But you know, Saints, Saints aren't a bad side either. But those are the those are the clubs actually with our players back that I do expect yeah. us to get a result against. That might be a draw. It might be the odd goal win. But that's that's where I'm expecting us to get a result. Expecting yeah. us to get a result tonight is just the sort of entitlement that I hate in the ESL clubs. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's where we could probably leave it. I mean, I think I think as as fans, we just do need to be sort of quite sensible. Switched on. I'm not going to tell you how to support the club because a lot of you have supported the club um, probably a lot longer than me and, and in various different ways. So I'm not telling anybody how to go and support uh, their their clubs or Leeds United. But just just you know, have a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of sensibility, I suppose, from time to time when we're thinking about when we sit and dissect it on, on a show like this, then we actually can take into account and appreciate where where things might not be going so right. So, um, 
So yeah, I don't know if you've got anything left to uh, to say, Yelly, before we before we go. Do you want to just play that really really good chant from the weekend, even though we got beat <laughs> no, by Scum? I really don't, because we're gonna get arrested. <laughs> uh, I'll play it then. Can, can we just say can we just say that that that, that wasn't the podcast chanting and these are allegations and they've not been found guilty so just just you know these are not the views of the podcast <laughs> take it easy everyone cheers for joining or to know better what the bloody hell was that? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Autonow Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Autonow Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show, and the Berardi and Coke after-match podcasts. We've three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.